Hello everyone, Mike the DM here. Hey, um, Owen's audio, and you're listening to it, you may be saying, wow, it sounds like he's talking in on an iPhone. That's because he's coming in on an iPhone. We had figured a way to plumb him in remotely to the mixer to record this episode, and then at the last minute realized we're missing one crucial part. And there we were with Owen hanging on the line. So we did our best, and it gets a little better in the next couple episodes, and hopefully you can put up with it. And plus, no Yeti's going to jump out at us in, in the middle of a library. Well, well. <laughs> don't give him ideas. What libraries do you guys go to? <laughs> While we're in a somewhat safe area, I might I suggest maybe we can split the party. I think somebody should go visit the Great Library, and somebody else, the others can go visit with the Baron individual. I call library. So do I. I totally want to go to the library. Let's all go. It seems like we're not splitting the party then. <laughs> this is like the Beverly Hillbillies or something. Chapter 93, An Audience with the Baron. Okay. So in the last episode... You guys had finally gotten Cotter to the wedding, got him to the church on time, and the wedding was just an absolutely fabulous affair. Um, what, actually, what did you guys think about the wedding? It was loud. <laughs> Long. Boisterous. And Long. Too many colors. Boring. Kind of boring. Yeah, but it was uh, definitely meaningful, at least. And um, at the very end of the episode... Um, Orlana had gotten into a conversation with Cotter's older sister about how uh, fabulous the uh, folks' very rich lifestyle was. And uh, uh, Lavina had kind of gone over how it, it's not really all it's cracked up to be. That, you know, sure, they've got all this wealth and, and material goods, but then at the same time, uh, there's all these pressures that go along with it. So it was uh, an, an interesting insight into the life of the uh, rich and famous there. Um, so anyways, um, there you guys are. Cotter obviously is still missing. And, uh, and we he, have he, a phylactery. Uh, yeah, you guys were, um, he was spirited away, uh, he right, and Cynia. And uh, they uh, obviously off to the honeymoon suite. And I believe at the end of it, you guys had all finally retired back to your rooms to, uh, to go to sleep there. And uh, Adri, mm-hmm. um, something interesting when you get to your room. Um, you open the door, and the first thing that hits you is this flowery aroma. And you look around the room, and there are like two dozen bouquets of flowers. Oh my gosh, gross. <laughs> All around the room. He just okay. said gross. Um, I'm, are they like on the bed? Not on the bed, but they've been... And, and actually, the, the, uh, the, the servants apparently have place them in all these very nice decorative locations around your room what kind of flowers is it just assortment of there's all sorts sorts of stuff there's stuff that appears to be wildflowers that is blooming this time of year but there's also ones that clearly have come from some hothouse somewhere Uh, they definitely are not blooming at this time of year are there any notes or anything on any of them actually there's a tag on on one of the larger vases okay i will look at it and it just simply says from kent from who? From Ken. Kent. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Do you remember who that is, though? Right. Mm-mm. Did that one sorcerer dude? He no. He was the guy who no, we ran was... into at the Halfling Town. Yeah, Kaleskway. Yeah. He, he was like Cotter, and I was like, "Uh, hi, hi." I said, oh, the, hey, the first I'm, guy I'm who, who called yeah. you out. Okay. Does anybody else have flowers, or is it just me? Well, you're in your room. You could go and knock on some doors if you wanted to. I'll go knock on no one's door. Do I have any flowers? No, you do not. Do I have any anything? You have really long hair. I'm going to give him his... <laughs> <give> him. <laughs> yeah, you have one lock of really long hair for some <laughs> reason. Right. It's coming out your cheekbone. I'm going to give him a bouquet of flowers and say, here, braid this into your long lock. And I'll when just, you leave... I'll just start leaving the, the bouquets in the, in the so hallway. So when you leave, I just walk over to the... To the Jake's there and just drop them in. <laughs> well, you, you have a, a chamber pot, but yeah. Well, yeah. 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 I freshen up the chamber Fre- pot. Freshen it up, yes. It's, it's air freshener. But yeah, at least no one received no other 
All yeah, right. Flower Slayer. Um, well, I'll, I'll just... Uh, Steering a course for adventure. Your mind on a new romance. It's love. Your uh, your uh, sweet does smell heavenly, though. I must say, at this point. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah. And if you remember, um, Kent did ask to escort you at uh, the uh, ball to celebrate Cotter's return, and then also you did do several. Well, you you did do several turns on the dance floor with just about everybody out there because you uh, all the girls were were definitely had their dance cards full but kent was the first one to ask you to dance and in, in the uh he's the too apparent. tall doesn't have that dark skin white hair yeah. that you're used to yeah. he's not evil it's not gonna he's work dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> they have like chaps and a horse and carries a six-gun load <laughs> all right okay so you guys knock off for the night Yep. Yeah. Okay. And so. And then um, you guys wake up in the morning. And yeah, you guys have a few things that are on your to-do list. Like um, deal with this evil phylactery then. Yes. Who's who's got it? Who actually went to uh the wedding with a thing of ultimate evil on them. I, I believe I did. Yeah, didn't Arlen? Yeah, Arlen, Arlen grabbed it when he, when you uh, did the mage hand thing to get it out of the ice cavern. Uh, yeah, but, I'm pretty sure I went to the wedding with it. I didn't go to the wedding with it. Yeah, where, where did know. you put it while you were in the wedding? If you Probably say you threw it on your like, pillow. I, I No, I put it under my pillow. No, um... Probably just put it in my pack in a very secure-ish location. So you secure-ish. hit it under your pillow. No, I think I with a, with a note that says frame. "Do not touch." Not an evil yeah. phylactery. Definitely not an evil phylactery. <laughs> Definitely not evil. Please do not touch. Um, you, you went back to your farmer's days and you just went out and hit it in the haystack. Yeah, I, I hit <laughs> wow. it. Under, I hit like it inside of the dresser, him. underneath all of the clothes. Tucked it down in the toe of your boot, you know, so they check the heel, not see anything, and keep moving on. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you get back to your room, you check, and it is still there in the toe of your boot, and no one's played with it, so. Yay. Okay, so. Um, but there's yeah. a lot of flies in the room for some reason. We don't know why. Anyway, so you guys uh, get up, and uh, obviously there's breakfast to be had uh, downstairs in the parlor. And uh, actually, Cotter is there waiting for you with Cynia. Um, and they, uh, they, lo- they look pretty, pretty darn radiant, uh, despite the fact that they probably didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night. And uh, You were talking? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Money, man. Yeah. You gotta talk about it all the time. Mergers. Acquisitions. You Fiscal said merger. Whatever. Fiscal whatevers. <laughs> I can not think of the word in time. So anyways, they, they're actually already supping when you guys arrive. And uh, they, uh, um, you know, stand to greet you when you come in. Hey. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, and uh, if you remember at the wedding, uh, the Baron uh, here at Porta Magnum had also commanded your presence. Um, so you need to fit a baronial visit in with your, uh, with your daily activities today. So what do you guys want to do first? Probably deal with the ultimate evil that we're carrying around in a backpack. Definitely. Or we could get the mundane stuff out of the way first. I have a feeling the baronial part will take a while. I have a potentially ultimate evil in my backpack right now. But are we going to be able to take care of that right now? It's like that thing With from that? Heavy Metal, that cartoon, whatever that was called, the Sphere. We're carrying that around. The Heavy Metal cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was big in the 70s and yeah. 80s. It's, that's so if you like touched it, you would Z die. <laughs> we have to show it to you. It was yeah. okay. it was pure evil. Yes. I remember the movie. It's not just the other day, in fact. Uh, let's, uh, priorities. Ultimate evil first. Let's go stab it. <laughs> uh, are we talking Kick about the Baron, hard. Owen, or are you talking about the, the phylactery? <laughs> That comes next. That comes next. He has been carrying no, let's, ultimate. Let's evil. go take care of the flag. I mean, you guys have stabbed a baron before, so <laughs> can't we did not sure. stab a baron. We just stabbed him in the back. We stabbed a baroness. Excuse me. 
Baron Seven, which is. Let's just let's just go let, deal let, with. Let's not mention that. Part. We were we were just complicit. That's all. <laughs> all right. Let's go stab. Let's deal with the evil. Okay. Um. So, uh, Cotter, you know that the page that you guys sent over to arrange for the dagger has returned yesterday at some point in time and said that they would have the dagger available for you at just about any time. Um, so you just need to head on over to the cathedral. Let's go. Okay, so as soon as breakfast is, has been had, you guys head on over. And um, I'm assuming you probably send a, the page over there just to let him warn him that you're coming. Yeah. Makes sense. That sounds like a good idea. Party okay. coming, ultimate evil, get dagger ready, stop. Just in case it actually is an ultimate, nope. Me, you uh, said it was good. Is that better? No, and um, <laughs> no. <laughs> and so the uh, the uh, page is, uh, you know, runs over there, and by the time you arrive, you know, one of the attendants is already uh, at the front door waiting for you, and leads you back to the same chapel where you were before. And sure enough, the uh, the dagger is waiting on the altar for you. And the, the bishop and a couple of the attendants are, are there waiting as well. Which church is this again? Is this Dianect? Dianect, yeah. Okay. Because they happen to have the mystical dagger that was real good at... <laughs> real good? Things. And it it's also sounds like this church should evil. be selling a sports drink or something. I don't know. Dianect. Yes. For your adventuring needs. Come on. Two times as hydrating as water. <laughs> You that or Alistair, it, would you like to do the honors? Yeah, it, it cures your uh, your uh, you know bowel improbables. You know, it's like try Dianect. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Dianectic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you were saying there, uh, Arlen. Alistair, would you like to do the honors? Well, let's see if it's so. What do we expect? So we know what happens if it's a fake phylactery. What do we expect from a real one? Not Who the knows? thing that happens when it's fake. Um, Kalchabar had said, when, when you described what really kind of didn't happen last time, um, Galchabar was the opinion that it had to be fake because he would expect that any actual vessel for a lich's soul would have to have so much power tied up in it to contain that soul that you would expect like explosions or something like that, or the souls of the, that have been used to feed the phylactery exploding out of it or something like that. So, um, so yeah, bad things can happen. And actually, if you remember, that's why you decided to use the Abbey of Dianect, because then if some evil thing erupted from it or something like that, it could be maybe contained within the Abbey. And uh, whereas if you did it like in the middle of the square, it would just go running off into town and also kill everybody. Also because they wouldn't let us be take it out into the square. Yeah. Yeah, we can destroy another Abbey of Dynek. You know, hey. They can build another one. So let's get on it, I guess. So. Okay, so yeah. are you going to try to put the box on the altar like last time? Or uh, just going to stab it on the floor like uh, it ended up being last time? Just so putting it on the altar was bad, right? It, it slid right off. So but it, yeah, did let's it just break do it on the, the floor. Altar? It didn't break the altar, but the when you examine the the trail which is slid there was like these little fine micro cracks in the rock okay so it did damage yeah the altar. So let's, let's not do that put it on the ground yeah have the high priest hold it <laughs> i'm gonna put it on the ground Plank. let's not <laughs> let's not like micro crack the high priest's hands so yeah so arlen puts it on the ground in front of the altar and uh cotter you're gonna grab the uh the dagger and stab it yes but in like a m less like quick manner than it sounded like when you said it so you're gonna slowly stab it with as much I drama mean, as possible take instead of grab dramatic hair flip cape flurry no one would be really good at both of those i'm just going because it would be it would i'm just blowing be and then your hair is just going like in the wind okay so um you slowly bring the dagger down and stab the box it's more like a slow insertion yeah. of the dagger <laughs> <laughs> and it's the exact same thing as happened last time. Nice. The glowing gem on top goes dark, falls over, shatters. You know, the uh, dagger pierces the box and, and nothing. Now we have a box. Yay. So, you know, Alowal must be on to the fact that these fake phylacteries are disappearing. Well, you guys don't know. 
Well, I think you'd want to keep tabs of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it maybe keeping be. maybe keeping these things in my friend's house's bedroom is a bad idea. Just saying. Arlen, can we scry for Lowell while we're here? Um. Yeah. I'll fill the bowl, and since I have the ring of mind shielding, he can't really. He can just see anything. He can just me. scry us instead of you to see what you look like. I mean, I could, but why would I want to do that? No, no, he could. He cannot scry me. But he can scry you. Yeah. Yes. The answer to your question is yes. Okay, everyone yes. just put their hands in front of their eyes or something. If we can't yeah. see him, he can't see us. This is true. Okay. Didn't so, we like, have a feeling that we shouldn't scry him again the last time we scryed him? Arlen, please scry for a little. Okay. Okay, so um, obviously the Archbishop and the attendants are... Uh, a little flabbergasted when you pull out a bowl from the old kingdom and uh, this kind of maybe brings you up even a little more in their uh, in their eyes for you to have such treasure uh, but you uh, fill a bowl with water and then say the incantation and say Lowell's name and it's a very similar thing to what happened when you did this over in Valleys Calliae, uh, just before you took off for uh, the Clouded Oasis, mm-hmm. and you get the same sort of images. So okay. you get an image of a island with a tall spire on it, mm-hmm. and you get an image of a dark city, um, and uh, you get an image of a cave with just a trickle of smoke coming out. You get an image of a city, a castle, really, on a cloud. And uh, then, once again, you get an image of some sort of hellscape with flames jutting up and, um, you know, just dark, dark thing. This time, though, you kind of notice in the background, kind of, um, you know, silhouetted by this crimson lightning, there's, like, this misshapen, dark fortress. And... Then once again, the uh, bowl goes dark. So it's like we just see uh, the other so I only saw the Same thing as last time. Yep, pretty much. Sort of what's left to go to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Which. which... And, and the Archbishop says to you, says, but this is amazing. What, is, what does this mean? It means we're all going to die. Um, which it one means... of those. Sorry, go ahead, Arlen. It means that we have essentially found the locations of the different uh, phylacteries that we need to go and collect. Or the ones that are fake and the one real one? Or is it yes. like yep. each one's a little bit real? Well, you don't, we know, don't know that, but, but you would think with the amount of not magic that you have that these ones wouldn't possibly um, you know, contain the lich of the soul's lich of a soul. Lich of a soul, the soul of a lich. Son of a lich of a yes, soul. Yes, yes. Um, and um, it was kind of expected that, um, you know, as as Galchabar was saying, um, he was initially afraid that this meant that the lich had split his soul up into seven pieces and hid them in in items. But, but that's kind of silly. That'd be like something out of a storybook somewhere. Yeah. Arlen yes. was there. Uh, I only caught some of those pictures. How many had to do with water? One of them had to do with water. Which one was that one? The next one. An island sitting in the middle of of uh, some water with a spire coming out of it. Have we shown I've... the um, bishop and his people our old map? I don't believe so. You've shown it to a number of people, but I don't think the bishop ever saw it. Okay, then um, do we want to yes, so... ask their opinion and like show them hey by the way we've even more relics of the old kingdom uh can you tell us how we might look at that is that in tourists i think so Mm -hmm. that makes sense uh so the the bishop is amazed is that this is this is an amazing find wherever did you get this map just just an old castle with ghost queen you know we've been traveling and we'd be more than happy to answer your questions later do you have anybody that's an expert on the history of the old world that might be able to help us translate where this it might be now? Um, he says, well, uh, we do not, being members of the cloth. However, um, certainly Cotter here knows of the library here in Port of Magnum. Um, 
the librarian uh, there, uh, he uh, he may indeed know about this. Um, yeah. Have I ever been to the library in my life? <laughs> you probably got dragged there kicking and screaming when you were younger. You're like, no, I want to go out and beat you things with a sword. The, you know where the picture books are. As yeah. far as this recording goes, that may be in the best thing you've ever seen. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I don't like books. <laughs> While we're in a somewhat safe area, I might suggest maybe we can split the party. I think somebody should go visit the Great Library and somebody else, the others can go visit with this barren individual. I call library. So do I. I totally want to go to the library. Let's all go. It seems like we're not splitting the party then. I'm going to go see the Baron. I think you two need to go see the Baron. Yes. Well, uh, he, noble he, and did, a very he did command, elder. if you remember, for Cotter to appear with his entourage. Uh, ah. I guess. You know what? Let's go deal with the Baron. Then we can go look at some stuffy yes. old books. Let's just yeah. get that over with. And I'm sure a uh, son of the first family probably doesn't have to... Uh, you know, go there during open hours to the library. They'll definitely open they up might even, you want to go. They may even have some tomes on like some martial art techniques. Tolerated Ooh, it this yes. long. I'm beginning to understand why you ran. This is so annoying. I mean, it's just a schedule. <laughs> really? Yeah, but a daily schedule, schedule, and that sounds not fun. More and more, I miss the mountains. Hey, barbarian dude, you have a schedule. It's called the seasons, but it's a schedule nonetheless. <laughs> it's life. This isn't life. This is... Politics. Somewhere between hmm? politics. Well, you can't expect the poor librarian to be there all the time. He's got to go home and eat and sleep. Not, yeah, it's not that. It's just the idea of what? being no. commanded to show and appear. Just, I think you were commanded to show and appear at a certain ritual. And plus, no yeti's going to jump out us in, in the middle of a library. Well, well, <laughs> don't give him ideas. What libraries do you guys go to? Okay, let's go see this bear. What libraries do you go to? <laughs> I'm still a little cranky from this uh, wedding. Let's go see what this baron wants. Get him a snow cone, then he'll be good. I would like to thank the bishop for his time. He uh, bows to you and, and says, It is but the least we can do to help you in your quest. I fumble in my purse and I find like one of the gems, a darker gem. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just say, oh, here, I flip it to him. I said, this was in uh, also in the Shrine of Evil. Why don't you hold on to that for me? <laughs> And he takes it and immediately passes it to the uh, lowest level page and says, here, you hold this. And then he bo- but then he returns about and, and the Church of Dianuk does thank you for your contribution. Who are you and what have you done with our monk? That's a, definitely an our monk thing, just messing with. Maybe from Adri. <laughs> oh, no, he's been giving stones to people for quite some time. Oh, that's true. Him yes. and Adrian I remember engaged, that right? means engagement. Yeah. Wait, you and I are engaged? Uh, I'm not Adri. I'm so confused. <laughs> you, he gave you a stone, you accepted it, and now circles your head. Are You're you guys a... penguins no. in the mountains? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are, this, is, we are, this is all a farce. We are now penguins. That's what the lowlander said. You hey, get so, a... Adri, I guess what, you know, I no, to be married, I'd have to hit her in the head with the club and drag her away. Is that what you think? <laughs> if that's how you all do it, I guess. We actually know how they do it. Yeah. We, we're there. It takes like 45 minutes. No, 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 no. We couldn't be engaged because we're not brother and sister, no one. Yes. Truth. That you know of. <laughs> That's a pretty big split. So, the barony. Okay, so the barony. <laughs> okay, so you... Uh... Was that our montage music? <laughs> Actually, I think that was just our scene transition music. How, how do you say squeal like a pig in Draconic? can't wait for some kid to run up to their mom 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 and relics of the past i some the i married a sister can i do that mm-hmm. yes dear, that is exactly that. how that will happen that yes. is exactly what's going some some kids we are that kids. influential yes. podcast now you realize the power that is our podcast yes <laughs> all right so to the baron to the baron so um you guys head off to the baronial state and if you remember the baronial state really is just like a little bit fancier you know, first family estate. I mean, it, it seems an awful lot like Cotter's family, but just it's just a little fancier. And there's like about a dozen guards out in front instead of like one or two, like you've seen at the other houses. But aside of that, it looks to like well, pretty much all the rest of the estates. And of course, as soon as you um, you know show them your signet ring at the the front gate, a uh, the detachment of the guards immediately starts escorting you back, and and one of them hustles off to the uh, to the Baronial House to you know, let you let the Baron know that you are on the way. 
And you guys wait there for a mercifully short period of time. Uh, you get the feeling that the Baron pretty much cleared his schedule as soon as he heard you guys were there. So if everyone remember, let's not mention the stuff that we don't want the Baron to know about. Like, like what? Like stabbing other barons? Killing another baron, yeah. And, um, oh, okay, okay. It's been a while. What baron did we stab? We didn't... Okay, so we helped... Robin, we essentially helped Robin Hood when we first squished the black dragon baby. Is that what that in reference to? Excalibarium Corlise, yeah. We helped <laughs> okay. Llewellyn I, I just, stab his, his just cousin. to know that. Finna. And we went to the place that no one except for barons is supposed to go to. And I'm a war leader. I'll go where I want. Okay. But... Not you're a war problem. leader. You're not the leader. Yeah. But they not don't a... like it when people who aren't them go there. So They should do a better job of guarding. It's actually illegal for anybody about them to go there. Yep. It, they actually do a pretty good job of guarding it. They have this enormous desert around it that makes it hard to get there. And undead. And yet we got in and out. Yeah. We should do a better job. Yeah, but you guys they had should. a Daniel. Mm. So, any idea what this is about? Probably the uh, some sort of deal with uh, your kin or something like that. Uh, I think that's a little too soon for expecting that. Um, he might be concerned that there's a powerful group of adventurers just traipsing across the kingdom, and he wants his he wants to influence us into like not doing things that he doesn't want us to do. Good luck. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, we have no one here. This is not going to happen. Remember, the, 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 I'll just say the last time a Baron tried to influence us, and then we'll just yeah, leave it leave at that. So I'm assuming you'll be our spokesman for this. Probably. I'm that excited would be a good this. idea. As, considering how we were invited, it's probably a good idea. Okay, so um, you guys uh, are paraded in great state up to the baronial household. And are ushered right in. And, and the one big difference uh, between the Baronial household and, and, say, Cotter's estate is that in addition to having like a grand ballroom in that, they also have an audience hall. And the, the Baron is sitting there um, in his, uh, well, throne wouldn't be the right word, but his chair of state. And uh, he, uh, as soon as you guys come in, he rises and says, Ah, Cotter, so good of you to respond to my summons. Uh, you and your fearsome band of allies just the people i wanted to see out of character i dislike this person already he's just being official mm. um and actually uh criv he does turn to you and he says and uh my good dragonborn i see that you have uh added a new accoutrement to your uh regalia uh, this is a most impressive cape and helmet of yours thank you, you. have a cape now it's like his dad's uh, wolf hunters, head the thing. cape I was given yeah, yeah, the one that helps cool. me stealth because it's made out of hide <laughs> <laughs> did that take you a second <laughs> no that was me going that was me crying because oh. of how bad it was <laughs> I didn't make the joke it's the just a gift that keeps on giving <laughs> and uh, the baron actually um, kind of snaps his fingers at one of the uh, um you know, servants on the side and they a couple of them jump in and and drag in a uh, table real quick and a, a set of chairs for everyone to sit in and and uh, before you know it there's actually uh, a goblets of wine and a platter of fruit uh, right there and, and the baron starts to uh, starts to uh, pick a few choice pieces of, of fruit out of the fruit bowl and uh, and he indicates for you to all sit and uh, he says, um, Kata, um, now that you're fully married and, and you have your uh, schedule a little more clear, um, I have an errand that you or, or maybe I should say your entourage and you may be suited or maybe I should say uniquely suited for. Um, as you know, ever since the elves returned from their exile, it has been the height of fashion in the first circles to take an elf as a bride, or to give a daughter away as a bride to some elf lord. As such, there is hardly a soul in the upper circles that isn't at least a quarter elven or more these days. And this is my problem. Um, 
things have not gone well, as I'm sure you know, in relations with Ferrum Mons of late. Uh, they accuse us of trying to starve them by restricting our grain supplies and charging them unfair prices. Um, nothing could be further from the truth, of course. The, the harvests have been poor these last few seasons. And while we were able to make up the difference with our reserve in the past, that reserve has been exhausted. And we have no buffer anymore. We have sent many an embassy to explain the situation, but their baron either cannot or will not believe any explanations. Our most recent embassy was expelled from the mountain without even an audience. And he has proclaimed that he won't even hear the words of any elf or half-elf, knowing full well that anyone we send would have elven blood. This is where you come in. But um, he's a or perhaps I should say your companions come in. Brute squad. Uh, your unusual companions, uh, they have garnered you so much notoriety of late, are just what I need in the talks. Uh, they, would, uh, they would be someone that he would listen to and be proof of our side that we are in earnest in to continue the talks. Uh, can you and your companions carry an embassy to the Iron Mountain before things get totally out of hand? Um, I mean, already things grow dire. As you know, uh, some weeks ago, the dwarves marched an army out of Faramons to threaten us. We were compelled to position our own forces to observe them, and I've already reserved, uh, received several reports of small skirmishes that have broken out when the two forces got too close to one another. If we can't solve the situation soon, the situation will spiral out of hand and the Great Gate and the Iron Mountain will be at full war. I don't think we have a choice in this. We can't afford that. I'll be happy, I'll be happy to do that as Achaemenos, son of Nessus, prince of hell. I think that... Uh, he says, grand titles, I say, and sure to impress the Baron of Pheromons. These are the dwarves you speak of, right? Uh, yes, yes, of course. Oh, that makes sense. They are a stubborn lot, but they are honorable. And they understand fire. <laughs> Most people do. They, they have great forges. None greater, yes. I, Although, I must say, my imposing friend, um, they have been more reasonable in the past. Uh, it is only of late that the Baron has become totally without any sort of predictability, capricious in his dealings with us, or perhaps it is just the way it seems to us on this side of the embassies, but um, he's become hard-headed and, and uh, will not listen to reason. Do you know anything that might have happened to him recently to cause him to be that way? Nothing that we have heard. Well, um, it seems that my companions are willing to take this upon ourselves um whoa 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 and I'm, i look over to you and i'm like this come on bro you want us to go into the iron mountain with a bunch of dwarves who want to kill us the dwarves don't want to kill us do i have like goodwill tattooed on my head they want to kill him they want to kill arlen, arlen. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I, i'm like um in in polite terms i say your 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 excellency i'd be happy to do this but to be blunt I don't run a charity. Oh, uh, oh, a uh, businessman to be sure. Your your friends are even more astute than I thought, Cotter. No wonder you've taken up with them. Yes, uh, Achmenos, did you say? That uh, you will be justly compensated for your time. I and I can sure that name. upon a successful uh, completion of your embassy that we'll be most generous both in magical items that we have in our store as well as in coin so as it seems that my companions are willing to take this upon us what would you like us to bring in our talks to them what would you like us to try to reason for initially we need to start the dialogue but try to reason with them and point out that our granaries are running low and that we'll be, you know, starving ourselves if we give up any more than we have. Um, we will be more than happy to supply you with facts and figures and, and numbers. Where are their clerics? What? What was the question? Where are their clerics? Oh, I'm sure they have numerous priests within the uh, Iron Mountain itself. This 
there's this this has the air of something else at work i could be overseeing it i'm but i think we i said we, i think we have to as much as i do not want to stop what we're doing i don't think we have a choice i think mm -hmm. what, perhaps whatever's besetting my people are besetting this people too this could be uh so it's an agreement then very good. I, I knew I could depend upon you. Uh, how soon uh, can you uh, be on the road? Uh, can you be there within the day, or should we need several days to provision? Uh, of course, obviously, uh, yeah. you know, we'll have uh, the baronial stables available for your mounts and so forth. Is the Baron still on the Iron Mountain, or is he with the army? Oh, I am uh, I'm pretty sure at this stage that he is still in the Iron Mountain. Um while they did indeed march an army out, uh, he would be foolish to have taken field with it at this point in time if it's simply to menace us. Yeah, when we... Does the Iron Mountain have docks for airships? Um, I believe down below they do, uh, but at this point in time, um, I would suggest that perhaps travel upon uh, horseback would be more advised as uh, a approaching airship has no way to signal uh, reliably what your intentions are. And with tensions being so strained, they might open fire upon you if you were to, especially uh, if someone from Port of Magnum was to just approach them without heraldry. I can be ready within the hour. What about the library? We should do that first. Can we ask of you as aid for us? We need research done in the Great Library for Interest, the Island Mountain to the southeast? West. West, southwest. Um, the name is not familiar to me, but I'm sure if anybody knows Interest. about it, the librarian of the, uh, of the Great Library here in Porta Magna would know. Um, he's uh, quite studious and knowledgeable in all subjects. Excellent. Could you please send someone to start that? Just a collection of research on that. Uh, he says, return. He says, very good. Um, and actually, if you wish, uh, I will uh, instruct a page to go and have the librarian uh, open the libraries especially for you today, as, as long as you would wish. Well, it sounds like we could. Do we have time for this? Yeah, we could spend a. We could. What time is it right now? It's about mid morning. Yeah, you guys so had a, a nice leisurely breakfast and, and then uh, like went and stabbed a phylactery. And, and so it was like 10. Yeah, about then, yeah. So we could go and then see how much we can learn. Let's do that. Let's spend a couple hours and then we'll leave at midday and start, start the trek. Talk. And, yeah. and we can always have the librarian just say, dude, keep going. look this up for us. Okay. Alrighty. Okay, so do you want to... Actually, it might be, at this point in time, good just to get, grab a quick early lunch at the Cotter Estate, since you're still in the first circle, and then take off for the library. Sounds hey, good. You, which circle is the library in? It's actually the entrance is here in the first circle. Okay. Forgive me for saying so, Adri, but have you been rolling in wildflowers? Unfortunately, yes. This must be a low-ender thing. You, you're not used to pleasant smells? There's pleasant and there's overpowering. Well, they roll on other things in Dragonland. Fair. Hot rocks. It's wonderful for the scales. <laughs> Hot logs. So, okay, so now we're going to the library. And actually, the other thing that occurs to you, Kriv, is that you were going to try to work out some deal with uh, um, the uh, Fraser House to get grain sent to your people. Right. And you, with all, all with all the fun and, and frivolity of the wedding, you really haven't had a chance to sit down with Cotter and Sinia and, and talk about I that. I thought we had. Or was that just? A, was that Give me the bread. You just like stabbed me in the chest. I didn't stab you. <laughs> um, no, I thought we sat down with you and her when we got back. We were talking about it, and she was gonna, or she was gonna arrange a meeting with yeah. this Baron yeah. for that very purpose. And actually, yeah. So she was going to, uh, going to go and try to come up with some good ideas. And right. So you might want to sit down with her and, and see what uh, um, what they've come up with. Besides what we're doing with the Baron, is there anything, or besides what we're doing with the library, is there anything else that would keep us longer 
than this from leaving and going to see the dwarves? Um, not that you can think of, but I mean, you may find something in the library. So, I mean, do you guys want to be conservative and say well, you'll leave at first light tomorrow, or do you want if to that's try to conservative? Then yes, or, or do you want to try to to leave today? How long will it take to ride there? It's going to take you about a good um, two days not riding. Horrible, then. So you'll you'll have one overnight in the. Out Let's in the wild. just leave in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we can go to the library. Well, then how about this? Since we don't all need to go to the library, I can I can do my meeting while you're doing your research that sounds good does that work for everybody else i mean we don't want him in a library he might start ripping books in half or something may i add I'm one thing to discussion but i am not a savage yeah what was that may I add one thing to discussion yep um so if we remember the last time we were an envoy we haven't returned to our original place in about Four months. <laughs> yeah, you you guys never ever went back to Lowford. You, you got pretty close when you delivered Aina to her farm near Dryad and Savarum, but then you Wait. continued down to the original. Very first thing we ever did when we as did a party. the escort. You know, we, you never you never we went were, back to Lowford, the place we're currently wanted. No, mm, Lowford, the, the little town uh, where you started in. That's, that's Savita's cataract. Yeah. Right. The place where so we started. The intelligence like, of my the character militia. is the same as my intelligence. I don't remember this, so can someone remind me? <laughs> we were in the militia. It's, it was the first thing we did. We oh, 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 with the, the wolves yeah. and all that. Yeah. So why yeah. do I have to go back there? Well, if you remember, your first assignment was to act as ambassadors to Civitas Cataracta we to ask the Baron boy. for uh, for Which help. We did. And then you, Never went back. at that point in time, got sent over to Excalbarium Calice, came back to Civitas Cataracta, got on an airship to Ubrium Concordia, Went all the way down to the, the Delta, came all the way to back to Porta Magnum. You've gone everywhere but back to Lowford, so and it wasn't under the. You can hear I, I, the I, rest of would just be really weird if we went yeah. back. I know they, really awkward. In, I think course. we should take it over. And we went to Waterfall City. Then they sent us to Exodus Colise. We ran away from there. Then we got kicked out of here. I heard. I heard. I heard. And all then, right. So well, unfortunately, Lowford is nowhere near where we're at right now. Yeah, we'll get no. there. I yeah. say we get there, we'll get there eventually, and we'll take we it could, over. We could. We have to go, go around. We're, the we're Mesa. probably going to go, based on our ancient map. Probably going to go to that spire that's in the southwest. We could Definitely. maybe swing by Lowford when we're so let's on and our way there. Like, what could really happen? We killed the wolves. What else could threaten the town that badly? Right? Extreme well, awkwardness. We, have, <laughs> we are we are honor bound to go back and report. We we. They'll understand in emergencies, but we have we do owe it to them to show back. And up. they need a new mayor. I think at this point, and I think Adri is right. Let's mm. you, I can sit with your wife, mate now, um, and speak with her about the granary issue, mm-hmm. and hopefully the Baron as well. If you will take the rest of our ragtag to the library, and then in the morning we will go to the Iron Mountains, and from there we'll figure out what happens there. But eventually we do need to go and see Lothorth again. If nothing else, then discharge discharge our responsibility to them. Yeah. So so library, then Mountain. Iron Mountain, right. then and I'll take care of my dancing. Library, library. Mountain. Mountain, and tourists. <laughs> Ultimate victory. Yeah. It's and all a of a sudden, map. a monkey it's named a Boots map. shows up. It's a map. It's a map. Oh, dude, we'll have the grumpy old troll. Only it'll be nine feet in green. Yep. And, and we, want to eat you. Yes. Is that not you? He's not green. He's only about six feet in reddish. You're not the grumpy old troll. But he does want to eat us. <laughs> well, you don't know. Um, what don't I know? It's going to ask you to get away with contacting your your mate, but you don't. Uh, we could okay, go I mean, back. And that's what I'm saying. Could ask I you could maybe so, talk to her. Yeah, no, that's what I'm going to do. Actually, maybe you and Cotter should go back, and then the other three should go to the library. Um, the Baron, with, give the Baron a, would they, certainly give a, a demand scroll to the other three to take Adrian, with them. Would you take charge of this? Of of going to the library? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. It's nothing nothing against no one, but his talents lie other places than potentially being glib of tongue and well, farm boy. I can get the librarian <laughs> I mean, my... to do what we want. Yeah, but we want to be friendly afterwards. Yes. Yeah, my my intelligence isn't particularly high. It's, more it's not your intelligence me as much as than my character, but <laughs> yeah, my my people skills are. 
charisma is I've got a higher charisma. I have yeah. sworn my charisma was higher than that. Did I write that down? Charisma is different from charisma. being able to talk to people without scaring them. Yeah, far, Farm Boy has a good charisma. Yeah. And Okay, so let's go see your mate. And you three take care of the library? Sounds good. All right. It's nice to know that while my intelligence matches my character, evidently your charisma matches yours. Okay, and my dexterity and minus matches mine, so I'm good. Says the guy missing three fingers. He wasn't born with them. It's different. <laughs> and we're going back to the it's intelligence like thing. Okay, so which one do we want to dress first? What I can do. Okay, so uh, why don't we start out actually with the uh, negotiations? So, the, uh, the the bros and the negotiations. So, um, the Kriv, bros. you you and Cotter return back to the uh, Fraser household, and um, no, Cindy has actually uh, Cotter begun moving your stuff into uh, your now expanded room. Um, expanded well you, you couldn't possibly fit the two of you in your little room that you grew up in so you've been given a, a much larger room double bed you, you made it sound like they just like knocked over the left wall and like no. expanded it no you, you picked out one okay, of that makes sense yeah one, one of the other one of the other rooms in the house and uh she's already begun to uh you know to decorate the room and and so forth and and it, as you come in and she you know kind of uh glides up to you and embraces you and, and, and says, what do you think? It's coming along very nicely, don't you say? I'm going to say yes, but I don't know. <laughs> very wise. He, he already knows how to act as a married man. Very good. <laughs> okay. It's a family show. I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, what did you want to say? Oh, nothing. I guess... Um... Forgive our intrusion. Right. Oh, nothing is an intrusion. I, I'm always glad to find my husband's companions at any, any time. And she squeezes your hand very warmly. Okay. <laughs> um, I need to speak with you about grain. Ah, yes. We talked about your problems in the mountains. Yes. And I think I may have a solution and uh, says, why don't we sit and and uh, and discuss it? Is there a chair in the room that looks like it'll support my weight? Oh yeah. Okay, I'll use that chair. Yeah. Are we sitting in the room or are we like? Oh yeah, there's a little parlor area in the far side oh, for yes. conducting business and all that stuff. In the bedroom? Yeah, just in the far side of the okay. bedroom. Yeah. And um, and she says, so I've been putting a bit of thought to it, and if I'm not mistaken, the mountains have a number of furs that we could take and trade to you know as an exchange for the grains we can send up there um are your people skilled enough in hunting and trapping to uh, procure furs for our our uh, process here they are uh furs are a little difficult to get right now for the same issue that you're having with grain we are having with wildlife but it can be done. I think this would make for an equitable trade between the uh, Great Gate and the people of the mountains. Um, if you could produce a large number of furs, we could send a large amount of grain. And then um, the Fraser household has never been a dealer in furs before. But I think this would be a great possibility for the family. What type of furs are you looking for? Well... This is where this is just absolute serendipity. I am sure that your people can produce furs that we would not normally see. Certainly, you should be able to um, acquire the usual types of furs for uh, rabbit and such. Rabbits and, and minks and weasels and ermines. But also, uh, are there not other more exotic beasts up there? Um, I notice, for instance, your cape is a beautiful white wolf. Yes. Um, such a fur is not something normally we deal with. Um, so what other exotic beasts you know, could we possibly procure from you? There are bears, there are yetis, there are winter wolves that are bigger than the one I'm currently wearing. Uh, there is an assortment of furred creatures whose hides you may or may not want. 
um, I can have my people hunt all of them and bring down what we can find. Excellent. I, I do believe that uh, such things would be of such value to offset whatever grain uh, we need to send your direction. That is more than I could hope for. Uh, I know it is unfair to ask this, uh, but I would ask that a, as a show of good faith, that a delivery, uh, amount of grain to be determined by you, of course, be sent up as a peace offering, as a goodwill intent to what you are going to ask. Of course, um, certainly a, a, a good down payment would be uh, would be perfect in this situation. Um, do you have any way? of sending bearers down from the mountain to perhaps meet a sand ship in yes. uh in excalbarium colise or or thereabouts we could probably get a a a caravan team to bring it part way into the mountain we yeah we will not expect you to come into our village indeed uh it'd probably be better at least initially that you do not come near my village i will contact my wife and have her send down a contingency of dragonborns to protect the caravan or meet the caravan halfway and protect the trade and swap off. They're all skilled fighters and warriors and will ensure the safety of your people and our own. Very good. Um, so, uh, Cotter, uh, my darling, um, so uh, did the Baron lay upon you a task to do? Uh, yes, we are to be emissaries to Farron Mons. Okay. Um, well, that sounds a bit dangerous. Are you up for it, do you think? I think that my companions and I will be. Very good. Well, um, how long do you think you'll be away? At least a week, my lady. Oh, um, very good. Well, in that amount of time, I shall most surely have all of the logistics worked out. So upon your return... Um, I will have a schedule set for you, and uh, we'll get your first shipment of grain there. Uh, well, I'm, I'm unused to lowlander ways, so what, well, I would call it a clown, but I think you call it a house. Do you go by now? Oh, um, since I'm married now, I am a Fraser. So I, I am of House Fraser, and, and she just has this radiant smile at Cotter when she says that. Excellent. Then as my adopted brother is now part of the clan of the Snow Owls, I welcome my sister to the clan of the Snow Owls. And she actually gets up and kind of takes her hand and gives you this really deep curtsy. Uh, there's no need for that. And instead, instead, when she stands up, I hold her head and just put forehead to forehead and then give her a brief hug. In Dragonborn culture, we share our warrior spirit. And she kind of looks a bit puzzled and, and uh, she says, I am honored. There are other discussions that I will have to have with your mate, but I will let them know what requirements are of you as well as what requirements they can expect from us outside of business. She says, well, since we are now family, I will do whatever I can to assist you. Excellent. She didn't get stabbed in the chest. You didn't get stabbed. Yeah, Did just... you see your husband's new scar? No. Um, no? I'm afraid I only had okay. eyes for his. Sure. It is your proud marking of the dragonborn of the mountains. Yeah, so. She says, my goodness, Cutter, did that hurt? Yeah, he took it he, as a wire shit. And she, she's loudly. kind of exactly. smoothing it. Do, do, you need, do you need any, any salve or anything for it? Oh, it is completely healed. Yeah. He will always carry it with pride. In fact, he may one day wish to ascend to war leader himself. Where he will, and, you know, lifting my, lifting my tunic and gather many more scars to show the glory of his house. And she says, my goodness. Well, of course, I I'm did see most of those scars in her general at our dress I, I totally ball. That. It is an interesting time, for sure. Interesting indeed. He ate a heart. I was very proud of him. And she once again looks a little bit puzzled. and says, Cotter, my goodness, you've, you've had quite the set of adventures. I'm going to like try to downplay all the things he's saying. <laughs> And you do so with a kind of uh, um, less than enthusiastic <laughs> results. Okay. Anything else you guys wish to discuss with Sinia while you're there? I'm just going to send a, uh, via the sending stone, I will send a text to, sorry, I have to remember her name. Kava? I actually, uh, Kava. I have it written down so I can't forget. Uh, to Kava, 
and in a very short excerpt, expect a dealings dealings for what, grain. Why don't you work it out in twenty five uh, words or yeah, less? I am. Dealings for grain agreed. Contact soon on time of deliver time of delivery. Furs in exchange for grain. Okay, and then I do wish okay, that. Okay, and you get this no message one. back. I do wish that a no one had been here, so we could see what a negotiation looked like, where both parties leave happy. What's this? We. When I negotiate, both I parties are happy. I get what I want, and they're happy. They're alive. Do you have, sister? Do you have a means of sending magical messages? Um, well, of course, um, as uh, Cotter knows, because I, I was able to send to him while he was in the adventure with you in the mountains. Uh, yes, we can go to one of the local users of magic and, and have them uh, do a sending for us. They, they produce a scroll, which we can then read and send up to 25 words if we That's wish. That's fine. Where would I go? Uh, Cotter, would you take me by there later? I'm sure we can. Yeah. Excellent. And she says, well, if, if you would like, um, I could send into town and have one of those scrolls waiting for you when you return for the evening meal. That would be most helpful. I would be more than happy to help. Also, how many furs would you like to start with? Oh, I would say, well, just for the initial one, if, if you could just have as many furs as two hefty men can carry, that would be good for uh, an initial... Is that like a common unit of measurement? Or, forgive or, me for saying so, but there one are, hefty man there's load? two hefty human males and then there's a hefty dragon boy. Let us go with humans. Okay. So, so we're talking probably, probably if you were to stack them up, would be about probably about four or five feet high. Two large. I mean, crates. a yeti hide would be yeah. almost that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it'd be one what one would be like wolf. three layers. Yeah. All right. Um, well, you're going to lay them out flat. So it, it, you were probably talking about a couple of dozen beasts right there. Please feel free to remind me for when I get back, I will use that sending scroll and hammer out how many, let my sister know of that. Your sister, in fact. And we will have the furs waiting for the first granular deposit. Very good. Ready, little brother? Yes. <laughs> Very good. And uh, this is like the Beverly Hillbillies or something. Really? Yep. I think Look, he meant physically. No, seriously. He's physically not, smaller. You've never actually asked Krival how old he is. Is he like fifty? Mm-hmm. He's not that old now. No. Dragonborn like three hundred seventy-two human. But I'm I'm pretty sure I'm the so only equivalent person. to human age. Would he be like fifty though? Mm, Thirty-five. Okay. Okay, and uh, let us cut over to the other group. So uh, Arlen, you and Noan and. Uh, or is it Akmenos? What are we going to call you now? That's no one. I only use my my full name when I'm, you know, with uh, people who are important. Sounds good. That's so, why thanks. none of you have heard it. Thank you. So nobody. <laughs> and uh, Adria, head us. I don't know what my real today. name is. No one. Jeez. You know what my name is? Just nobody can pronounce it. I'd have to rip out your tongue for you to speak the proper inferno. <laughs> okay, so um, you guys take off, and actually, one of the the Baron actually has a uh, page um, direct you there, and he leads you right to the thing. And it's actually a very nondescript building, um, also in the first circle, and and sort of like the Mage's Tower was out of place that you know it's a low squat tower in the middle of all these grand estates this is similar to that experience but in a less dramatic way there's just a small probably about 40 foot on a side um low stone made out of white marble building and it's kind of unremarkable i mean there isn't even like scroll work saying library or anything like that and uh, it's just got one door. There are no windows or anything. And, uh, you know, the, the page leads you right to the door and, and, and says, this is, this is the, uh, the library, if you wish. If we wish. If we wish. We have to make it if we, we do wish. Yes. Thank you very much. And, and he, he kind of bows you, in, uh, you know, and, and says, if you won't be needing anything more from me, I'll, I'll return to the Baron's estate. 
Thank you. And, and he just kind of bows deeply to you and, and kind of scurries off. And it's kind of obvious that uh, he, he's a, a little uh, rattled. So he just kind of scampers off from there. A little rattled? Isn't his job taking people places? The people aren't usually quite as scary. I know. Polite, a farmer probably. is pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here. Let's go. Let's track of manure right, everywhere. So can we find, I guess, like the library aide, I guess, whoever would be the okay. reference desk? And uh, actually, it's, it's interesting. You uh, open up the door, and the room is basically one large open area. Um, and it just has sort of like various research desks and, um, you know, sitting areas and things like that where people could probably, you know, go over the their materials. But there's almost actually nobody here. Um, there's It's all empty at this point in time. Um, Makes sense. It is Cotter's town. Yeah. They don't know how to read here. And the, the only other thing you really see, I mean, there's a couple of books here and there stacked, but I mean, not seeing anything really in, a, in the way of a library is there's just a large grand staircase going down, apparently into a subterranean layer. Nice. All right. But there's no no one like library staff or anything that we can see not, up here? Uh, as you can see, apparent. So, I mean, and maybe... And we are still here during normal hours, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is basically right after lunch at this okay. point. You know, the page did leave in a hurry. Maybe they know something about this library that we don't. Connor. I'm not here. Oh, dang. Oh, I'm so well, used we can, to All we can do is go downstairs. Yeah, yeah all right. Let's, let's go downstairs. And, and you guys do get kind of the feeling that, I mean, there's obviously no books here. So maybe this is just where you bring the books to... To check out. To check out. It's the noble it's, section. It's no where books. the alarms would go off if you walk out with one. Yeah. <laughs> There's this weird arch over the thing. And so you guys descend the large, and, and it is very ornate. I mean, it's it's uh, marble stairs with, uh, you know, gilded handrails. It's it's all very first circle. And um, you guys descend the stairs, and you guys notice that while the upper area was quite well lit, um, as you go down into the, the subterranean level, and this clearly is where the books are. Because everywhere, I mean, you go down there and it's just one long hallway with racks of books. In fact, you, you remember the, the scene in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when they lose the Ark in the warehouse? It's kind of like that. It just kind of goes on and on with stacks yeah. and stacks. But the light level is maybe about half of what it was upstairs. And um, obviously for all of you guys... Yeah. Not a problem, but you kind of do wonder how, like, for instance, humans would function down here. It's, it's very, uh, you know, um, very, very dim, and uh, and perhaps that's me. why they they bring the the books to the upper area. Yeah. Is uh is this city half elven majorly, or is it just Cotter's household that's pretty half? Well, what you've pretty much seen is the whole first circle, and maybe even the first three circles. See, it's a human city, but it. When the elves came back, it became in fashion to like to to yeah okay related to yeah. an elf. So lots of people in the upper levels are related to elves because that's a social status boost. That but, makes like sense. if you go to like the seven, it's all eight, just human. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of humans. Yeah, and so as you can imagine, within several generations, almost everybody had some elven blood in the first right. three circles. Um, and and as actually as you saw some of the the uh you know ladies lunches and things like that the people were aghast that someone actually married a human i mean can you imagine and uh so anyway um so you guys go down the steps and, and you can hear your footsteps echoing on the uh on the steps as you go down and um you just hear a voice uh coming from one of the stacks uh somewhere really close in front of you and says um who's there uh please if you would if you could please uh be quiet i I can't stand loud noises. And a human male comes out from behind one of the cases. And he has basically shoulder length, pure white hair. His skin is absolutely ivory white. And his eyes are bright red. And that's where we're going to stop today.
Dungeon Master's Notes. Okay, well, we've got a couple of fun things to go over here. First, Ekmenos. Why, we haven't heard that name since chapter 25. So we'll see uh, how that factors into everybody's perception of Noan. And speaking of player contributions, let's hear it for Drew. Um, he's done an awful lot to flesh out the way that the Dragonborn are in their culture. Um, if you remember in our discussions in the past, especially the interviews with Drew, he basically just handed me a sheet that said, I was found nearly dead on the side of the road. I have no memory of my past. Which, of course, gave me lots of fun that I could do with them. But there we are. But he's taken that blank sheet and he has added all these other layers of things of Dragonborn culture. And this is a great example of how the players and the Dungeon Master are really partners in the world creation. Um, I was reading on Twitter someone who was saying that the Dungeon Master should be the one creating everything and then the players just play in the sandbox. But no, when you think about it, you create the little bits of the world together. Uh, the way that the players have described their backstories and their histories and their culture has informed me as much in the world as I have informed them by creating the world that they play in. So real neat stuff. Anyways, we'll see what's going to happen now. The party's had their interview with the Baron and have been made ambassadors again. They have some history as being baronial bastards, so let's hope no one gets stabbed this time around. And uh, heading off to the library. So we'll see what they can find there. Sure seems like the librarian is an interesting character. So what's going to happen there? We'll have to wait until the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.